The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y. And mention I sent you. Ho, ho, ho. It's the ho, Merry, ho. Merry Christmas edition of uh, Steelers Talk. Not much Mary. Uh, and I Nothing highly Mary. doubt that Santa's stopping at Mike Tomlin's house. I know that for sure. Oh, he's he's gonna get a lot of coal. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and not, not Mason Cole. Not Mason Cole. Uh, wow. I I don't know, Joe. You know, I don't we... know where to start. I don't know. I don't. Well, here, here. Let me let me let me start with this. Let's just do a, a quick recap of the year. Previously on the donut bag, we started the the um, you know the, the off season. We thought the off season went well. We thought the draft went well. We thought the preseason went well. We're like, okay, things are good. Get to the get to the regular season. First game they get smacked. They still recover. They win some games. Still, things don't look good. They fire Matt Canada. Okay, and. We went from, hey, this is like a pretty good-looking team to, hey, yeah, things suck, but at least they're winning, to where we are now, this utter embarrassment of shame and disgust. It's horrible. They're... They may have a better record than like Arizona or New England or Carolina, even, but they're playing equally as bad, if not worse, football than any of them. Uh, you're talking, they're doing things that even you and I haven't seen. And I believe this is their fifth straight week of scoring 19 points or less. They haven't done that since 1969 and Chuck Knoll's first year, 1969. I mean, it, it's it's not unprecedented. But it, it sure is unprecedented for what we're used to. Um, and, I, I mean, even those 80s teams, we reference those every once in a while, like, the, you know, the Walter Abercrombie years and Frank Pollard and, you know, 87, 88, 85. Those were some pretty bleak years. But um, that's that's what I hear the most. I mean, we're kind of back at that juncture. And, and who would have thought? And I think, you know, it, it's it, it was – this is a team, and a lot of people are saying, what did you expect? Well, I think I think it was logical in the beginning of, of this season of the, of the donut bag. You know, you, you had me and Allison, and Leanne, and you. All four of us had them making the playoffs, and we had various uh, ideas of how far they would go in the playoffs. That wasn't us being like, we're just being Yinzers. We're, you know, go Steelers, yeah, you know. And, and no, it was – I think it was legit to expect they would win more this year than they did last year, and that was – that was not out of the realm of possibility. I think that was a legitimate uh, thought. I think you figured Kenny Pickett, he's going to progress. He's going to be better this year. Uh, first year starting for him. There's all these things that said they, they were going to be better. They weren't going to be what, you know, uh, a three loss team, but you know, we thought a six, seven loss team. And, and, and it's just so far under that. And even under that, if you can get that far underneath, I mean, they've been horrible. Uh, the one play that stuck out, two things that stuck out to me yesterday, uh, K- Kenny or uh, George Pickens giving up on that play. Um, I-, I mean, I he gave up on that blocking play. Uh, he almost backed away from that guy who was so scared of him. 
And I'm sorry. I know maybe it's an unfair comparison, but we're used to Heinz Ward knocking you on your ass. Uh, I, and, you know, we're used to – there's a good possibility Heinz Ward might make the Hall of Fame here in the next couple of years. It's partly because he never quit on a play. He never did. He was the best blocking wide receiver possibly in the history of the NFL. Uh, and that's a lot to ask him to do, but just finish a block for God's sakes. And then the other thing where I think this is where you have the turmoil, Joe, was uh, – and Tomlin got ca ca called out on it in the postgame. He got called out on it at the news – in the conference today. So Mitch throws that awful pass out of bounds. You could obviously tell he was angry about Mitch. And so Boswell should have naturally – or Boswell should have naturally went out there and kicked that 57-yard field goal – and you pull him back off the field like you're mad at him? Like that has one, one does not have anything to do with the other. They are so all over the place right now that it, it's almost like I don't know how to compare it. I guess it would be like um, when you first go into a, maybe a video game or, or you go into a, a roller coaster ride at a park or something. You don't know what to expect. It just looks like he has no idea what to expect or what to do. And I, by that, I mean Tomlin. Uh, I, and I think likewise, the execution of the players. You're not seeing it because they don't believe in him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where to begin? Um, I think we, yeah, I think we begin with, with your last point. They don't believe in him. He's lost the team. This is, it's one thing to lose. It's the way you're losing. And they've completely, it's, it's, it's it, this is a free fall. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know. He I don't know what's going on. And worse yet, Mike Tomlin doesn't know what's going on. And he even said, I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what to do. Yeah, this is this is a disaster. This is a complete disaster in every yeah. single way. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to a few weeks ago with with Friar Moose telling the reporters that uh, it's like we've been running the same play for the last three years to this week where I guess Najee told reporters he's not talking to them, refused to talk to the media. I mean, it is, it's, it's epically, epically bad. Um, it really is. I, it, I was trying to, you know, I was driving home with my wife and my son uh, yesterday was uh, the only, the good thing about yesterday was cooking cookie baking day, Christmas cookie baking day at the steel house with my, my parents. And I had a good time with that. That was the lone salvation or uh, yeah. Yeah. Day before yesterday, I'm sorry, Saturday. That was a lone salvation on Saturday because I'm driving home thinking, yeah, you you got to pretty much go back to like 85 and 86 to when it was just this futile, this where where you also didn't see a lot of hope, right? Like those first couple, you, it was good that you brought up the first part of the season. They were winning games. The defense was looking pretty good. T.J. Watt was looking like maybe, uh, uh, you know, be defensive player of the year again, possibly maybe Highsmith, Dark Horse, all these different things. And it's just started going downhill ever since. And it's just, it, it, yeah, I guess you could say we're spoiled. Uh, we're just not used to this. Um, you know, ever since I think it, this is all started when um, Holcomb and, um, and Quan Alexander were out. I think this, I think they never recovered from losing their inside linebackers. And I'm sorry. I'm, I know there's been other injuries. Every single team is dealing with injuries. Every single team. And we're not talking about to your inside linebacker. We're talking about your franchise quarterback. The Bengals lost Joe Burrow. 
and they're still rolling. Don't give this crap. The Browns lost. The Browns has lost like twenty quarterbacks this year, <laughs> and they and they roll out Joe Flacco from who was who was in a wheelchair, and he's <laughs> balling out, and he's been doing better than any Steelers quarterback has been in for like five years. Yeah, and that's the thing too. And it's you know, I mean, they're technically in their fourth quarterback right now, and he's winning. And and I I still say, you know, I stopped short a little bit of saying, well, that's a Kenny Pickett versus Joe Flacco thing, because uh, and we talk about giving excuses, but. They're just not scheming for these guys to to win like Joe Flacco can. But let's say that I mean Joe Flacco has won a Super Bowl or two. I hate to say it. Um, he's been around the block. He knows what he's doing. You can't get any production really out of Kenny Pickett, and I I think there's a lot of reasons why that aren't his fault. Again, there's a, a fence that I'm still kind of on with him. But Mitch Trubisky, I'm sorry, Mitch Trubisky stinks. I mean, he's awful. I can't believe the guy's making $10 million a year. Um, he's awful. There, there was a play. I, I think it may have been to Fryermuth. He was wide open, and he threw five yards behind him yesterday, up the middle of the field. I mean, there were plays. He's throwing he's throwing out of bounds like he's trying to hit the hot dog vendor. I mean, it's, it's horrible. And to have Tomlin come out, I think, today and say, um, you know, Mason Rudolph's our guy, I mean, you are now going to Mason Rudolph, who I'm sorry. I just – I don't know if he's going to be the answer. I can't, I don't expect Mason Rudolph to come in here and roll up 300 yards and three touchdowns. Just Let's don't. put it this way. I think you and I have had as many reps in Steelers practices as Mason Rudolph has in right. the past few months. Right. So now this Mason Rudolph – Yeah. Now this is a guy that's been with the Steelers for what, Joe? Six years, maybe five years, right? Yeah, yeah. I he think should five years. know the system. He should be able to step in there Sunday, Saturday, and uh, and play. And and if there's one thing that's Mason Rudolph's strength, it's throwing downfield. Well, are is Deontay Johnson going to show up? George Pickens, I honestly, I've got to write him up as a bust. You know, there was a lot of stuff about him that I chose wrongly to probably ignore. There's a lot of knocks on him from Georgia. He's very selfish. He's all about him. He's extremely, extremely selfish of his own you know, nature. And man, is that those colors are coming through right now, nearly every single week on the sidelines, in the locker room, on the field of play. Um, and now Najee Harris, you know, and these are guys we were all saying, Joe, in August, Hey man, we got George Pickens. He's looking good. Deontay Johnson should have a bounce back year. We got Najee Harris, finally a half decent offensive line, maybe protect him. And what's happened. The one field good. I'm just trying to think what's the feel good story. I think the only feel-good story left is Jalen Warren. I mean, that's the only one I can figure out. I mean, here's a guy yeah. that, you know, basically came from the practice squad and has made his way, and, and honestly, he's the best back on the team. Sorry, Najee. He's better than you. He is a star. He's a success story. What? Undrafted. Not even not even drafted in the first seven rounds. It's undrafted. Right. And uh, a great success story. Um, but, yep. yeah, um, this – yeah, the defense has let them down, and the defense was supposed to be the strength. And you could say, well, well, you know, all these all these safeties get hurt, and then all these safeties get suspended for the rest of the year, and all the okay, fine, you lose all your safeties, you lose all your inside linebackers, okay, fine, but the offense, um, it's all we asked, all we asked, we didn't ask them to put up forty points a game. We asked them to put up 20, and they can't do that. Not only can they not do that, they can't get along. They can't be a functional part of a team. 
this is I, I, I'm you just know, that's a great point. You brought that up, I think, last week, too. So you take a look at the Cowboys, right? At home, they're undefeated. Uh, they're scoring 40 points a game at home. On the road, a lot of people were saying yesterday, like, again, with the loss of the Bills, um, they're not good on the road. But you know what? They're three and four, and 23 points a game on the road is better than what we're doing anywhere. You know? And, and it's just, I mean, like, that's what I think is a good point is we were just asking them, score anywhere between 21 and 24 points a game and let the defense take care of the rest for right now. You know, but I – you made a good point too on um, on losing Holcomb and, and losing uh, Quan Alexander because I, I think I would put that there. And then usually you don't do this. I guess maybe you do in a losing season. I guess you'd have to ask Carolina fans or Cardinal fans this. This the play or that were if there was one moment this season I think broke their back. It was that ninety nine yard touchdown drive they gave up to the Cardinals. Yeah. You know they they go in fall short of the first down. What, we, what should have happened was you make them three and out, get good field position. You know, maybe let them gain a few yards, but pin, pin them. They let a Cardinals offense that's horrible go 99 yards for a touchdown. And it's the Cardinals. It's not like you were playing the Cowboys or the Bills. You're playing the Cardinals. And I think right then, maybe you can't well, – you can't read into too much into one drive. Maybe you can. Maybe, maybe that drive is going to go sum up the entire Steelers season. Just pathetic. On both ends. On both that's as a microcosm of the season and that probably broke them. But not being able to score on that drive when you're what on the one yard line and then giving up that ninety nine yard drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, those that's that's a thing that's backbreaker. One thing that was supposed to be a backbreaker in this previous game was a blocked punt. When you get a blocked punt, I don't know what the record is, but I think it's like it's like you're almost guaranteed to win. When I saw that that block punt, I'm like, we, we won this game. We got this. We got this. Thirteen nothing. We got the thirteen. There's no way we can blow a thirteen nothing lead. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's. I, I saw it's, you on Twitter. You your Twitter's just started kind of fading. Like this is just almost hard to watch. Like <laughs> it was. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you just look. You just look at the beginning. It, it, it just as a progress. I, 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 I read it back. I'm like, uh, I, I've I've descended into mad. It was just a descent. It was just like, oh. And that's. that's I don't what- know. I agree with a lot of the pundits around here. I I I think Tomlin needs to go. I think he's he should have gone a while ago. Um, I think a lot of people are like, well, he'll, they're not going to fire him. I am starting to wonder if. It may come down to he's not coming because he'd be what he'd have one more year left. I don't think Mike Tomlin wants to be a lame duck coach. So I don't think it's as high as 50 50, but I think maybe there is a chance that, you know, it's the way it's going. Maybe he doesn't want to, maybe he won't want to come back. Maybe they'll make him whatever. And I just, you're seeing a different Mike Tomlin now. Like you've always had these stupid Mike Tomlinisms and, and people either embrace them or, or, you know, jeer them. Uh, and none, whatever it was, it's not working anymore. And when he said that thing about the wine and oh, we're you're squatching grapes and you're drinking wine, and you're like, bro, shut up, shut, yeah. shut up with your cute thing. It's cute when you're winning. It's really bad when you're when you're losing yeah. this bad. Just shut up. Great point because I mean the whole this is who we are. This is what we do. No, yeah, I mean, we no, know what you yeah. are. 
you didn't just lose on Madden and you're going to, you know, create a player for the next game and then go back, you know, it, it, no, it's his reality, man. And it's just, the reality is you haven't won a playoff game in six years. You've been horrible in the three losses, giving up 40 points in each of the three recent losses that you had. And you haven't won a playoff game in 13 out of 17. It, you're not good. Yeah, I don't know how in the world, I guess you can just be, disguised by a veil of mediocrity and, and people embrace you as this great coach. And he's just not. So, you know, they've been going through a lot of changes, Joe. I mean, new GM transitioning to a new GM, a new, what they were hoping, maybe a franchise quarterback. That's uh, not working out real well. And now do they, could you, could that be a total stealer? Uh, what do you call it, Joe? Are they, are they blowing it up? I don't know. But if you have a, a Omar Khan and a new head coach in back-to-back years, and let's say they do do what the rumors are saying, go. what if they go get Justin Fields or they draft a quarterback? So in, in the last, what, two years, you've got new GM, new coach, new quarterback. All of a sudden, we're the Carolina Panthers. You know? I, um, yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, for, first of all, when we talk about Tomlin and we talk about changes – Unfortunately, there's what we think should happen and what we think actually will happen. Um, I think we we have to go back to history. And unfortunately, the coaching history of the Steelers, as far as you and I have been alive, have only been three coaches. Um, but we remember Chuck Knoll and Chuck Knoll clearly at the end of the 80s was, you know, the game passed him by and he was doing it for what, 20 years. So it's like, OK, yeah. You know, time to go. Fine. And as soon as Cower, you know, a young, young dude, Cower, as soon as he comes in, boom, they they just, you know, they they take off. Um, then you get the Cower and the Cower, you know, he was there what 15 years. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. he was really trying to get that Super Bowl. He finally won that Super Bowl, and it's like, okay, time to retire. It's like, okay, now he's now he's gone. Um, and then and then Tomlin comes in here and you know, immediately they, they take off. But but with with Chuck Knoll at the end of his tenure, those eighties were there were some, some really bad teams in those those uh, mid eighties, and I, I maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I think toward the end, basically, like some of the power got taken away from Knoll. It's like okay, you're sticking around, but you're not allowed to pick your coordinators. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. I wonder if that's what's going to happen. With, uh, with with Tomlin, I wonder yeah. if he's going to be told, "Listen, you want to stick around? Okay, you stick around, but you don't get to pick your coordinators. You don't get to, you don't get as much power as you used to. You are the head coach, but oh, oh and the coordinators could do whatever they want. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't assert whatever the heck you want to do. Your stupid philosophy of let's." Let's uh let's run the ball and have horrible offenses and then hope the defense wins it. Um, you know, you know, maybe they'll do that. Um and, and, and maybe if they say that to him, he'll say, you know what? I don't screw you. Yeah, i I deserve better than that. I'm out of here. Maybe that'll happen. I don't know. Maybe wanna... they'll trade. It's kind I don't of what I'm thinking. Like I said, I don't think he wants to be a lame duck. Uh, and, and I've said it on here. I'll say it uh, tonight again. Uh, if he's gone at the end of this year, he will be hired before. I, I think he'd be hired before the Super Bowl. 
I mean, I really do. I think the Cardinals, the Bears. Uh, and I will wish him luck. Go. Yeah. Good good for you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for I, – I, I have a lot of respect for him. I, I, I love him as a coach. I wish things were better, but they're not. Right. It's I time to go. One of, one of those teams will snatch him up. He will go. Um, and, you know, it maybe much to Steeler fans' dismay, and some of them who just adore him will, will kind of try to rub it in our face, uh, will – uh, say, you know, because he'll he'll take a mediocre team and maybe make him a playoff team. But that's kind of what happens, Joe, because I feel the, the vice versa would happen here. You go and get, you know, whoever it may be. Uh, I think the Steelers could see a rebound year next year and make the playoffs. You know, I mean, the part there are parts and pieces there, but there's still a lot of work to be done. And, and he's leading this program. That's the one thing I say is is a little unprecedented, right? You know, Tomlin left – or uh, when <laughs> Tomlin – when uh, Chuck Knoll left, there were some pieces there for Cowher to start molding. You know, when Cowher left, Tomlin was handed up. I, I, by my estimation, I feel when all said and done, at least seven Hall of Famers, maybe yeah. eight, yeah. maybe eight. Uh, a franchise quarterback is the first ballot Hall of Famer. When and if Tomlin leaves, oh boy, that coach, I guess you can start with High Smith and Watt. And Jalen Warren at this point, um, but boy, man, there's there's a lot to do. Uh, you got a good kicker, I guess. Uh, the punter, I mean, he's now almost uh, by my math, I think he's the second worst punter in in the league. And why is he still there? Just drop him. Oh my god. Yep. I mean, so uh, tired of the same crap with that dude. Just you know, because I, I remember, remember when like Cower Cower came back, Cower got there, and he hired Bobby April. I'll never forget that from the Saints. And remember, our special teams was kicking ass. I mean, we had great special teams. You know, um, I don't know if we've ever had the best kicker. We've always had a pretty good kicker. We've always had a pretty good punter, top five, whatever. And and the defense took advantage of the field field position we've had. And and we just, I mean, none of it is working right now. None of it. So whoever comes here has, you know, a lot more work to do than I think Mike Tallman did. You know, Cowher had some work to do. Tallman hardly, hardly anything. You know, um, and it's just, yeah, man, it, it's and, and then off topic. Well, not off topic. This just floored me. How about Devin Bush yesterday on Twitter with the? I mean, could you be? I laughed. I know some people were furious and infuriated. I'm thinking, dude, you have proven our point all along. You're an immature loser. You were a wasted draft pick. You came here. You sucked. You failed here. You were way overrated. And you go on Twitter with the ha, ha, ha. I mean, dude. <laughs> who do you think you are? Who yeah, Devin think, Bush. Who, who, you know, yeah. who do you, who are you? Yeah. Like, I'll you're laughing? Buddy, buddy, yeah. just. Just, just, just shut up, yeah. okay? Just yeah. stop it. You're a nobody. Who are who? Who do you think you are? Or, yeah. or is he even on a team? I don't even know. Nobody knows. Nobody really cares. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, like who? Who? Who are you to to, to, to be making to, to laugh at somebody else's misfortune? Yeah. When, you know what you what you added to because you were part of what this all is. You are a wasted draft pick. You were lazy, incompetent. Yeah. You couldn't do your job. So you're laughing at an organization that you failed. That they yeah. failed you. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so yeah, buddy. I mean, whatever. You're you're really um, funny. But that's the question is how much change is there going to be? 
Um, are they going to? Are they going to do nothing? Are they going to? You know, is I I, I asked on Twitter. I said, "What's you know? Will Tomlin be the coach in in 2024?" And 61 said yes. Okay, I, I think I that's 60 40. <laughs> um, I voted for. I was in the 40 just because that's <laughs> what I want to happen. I should have voted on what I think would happen. There you go. Yeah. Um, we'll see. And, the, the, another thing we could go back on history is Cower. In the late 90s, you know, early 90s, mid 90s, those teams were incredible. Um, easily the best defense in the league. My God, just 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 an all star team of defense. And then things got bad. You know, when when Cordell was the quarterback, you had Mike Tomzak for a while. Oh. Uh, I forget uh, the Kent Graham. Kent Graham. You know, things were bad, and they had three losing seasons. And after those three losing seasons. Rooney extended cower and people were, we were as, as all these people were saying, fire Tomlin. Those are the same people 20, 30 years ago that they were saying fire cower. Why, what, what are they doing? How can you extend this guy? So maybe this, maybe history is going to repeat itself. Maybe that's, what's going to happen. They're going to say, Oh, well, we're going to give him another chance. Blah blah blah. Maybe nothing will change. Maybe he'll get another one of his drinking buddies as an offensive coordinator, or or some some <laughs> ridiculous thing. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. That's a good chance I mean, that nothing's gonna nothing's gonna change. I I I, I hasten to put any blame on the Rooney's. I, I've held back from that, and I'm still not ready to. But I'll say this, and you and I both know, and we've we, you've had guys on 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 your on the podcast like Robert Ray Porter Jr., great guy who covers the Steelers and pit football. There have been people coming out and saying, and I think it's true, Dan was more involved. So when you yeah. talk about Cowher's extension, I think Dan either saw something there and saw where they were going and where they were able to go, where I'm not so sure Arts is involved. You know, and I think it may have been uh, either Jerry Dulac or Mark Cavalli. I, I apologize to either of those two if I'm not getting this right. Wrote a column about, you know, this is not falling at, at his desk. It's at his desk. And, and they're right. Um, it may have been Dejan Kavak. I, I can't remember. But um, that's true. And it's not, I don't think it's all on Art Rooney. But I feel like, maybe in defense of Tallinn, you know, maybe Art needs to be more involved. Because uh, Dan was, you know, you hear that Dan was in it. I mean, I don't know how many times I was at Steeler training camp. And there's Dan. You know, you stand there, you look next to you. Oh, hey. Hi, Mr. Rooney. Hi, how are you, son? Like, and he was a little guy. He was, he was, a, he was a little guy. You got to make sure you don't knock him yeah. over or something. The owner of the Steelers is like the ambassador to Ireland. It's like right here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just don't know if Arts is as involved. Does that make him a blame? No. But I think the difference again there is if you are going to move on or you are if you want to extend Tomlin, um, who's the guy watching him? Right. And I think that's kind of been part of the problem. I don't think anyone's been watching him. You know, when when Cowher did make the swing back up, they had some tremendous free agents signings, you know, Farrier, Jeff Hardings. You know, I mean, they were like, well, how do we do this? You know, some pretty good draft picks. Um, you know, it, it just bring it developing Heinz Ward. Right. Remember, because he was a quarterback in Georgia. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so just and I, that's where I don't see that. I don't see. I don't see where that's at. So you have Kenny Pickett come back next year. I'm pretty sure that's what they'll do. I mean, there's this rumor about Justin Fields, and I don't think we're going to see if that's 
has any validity until after the season. But um, I would be encouraged by that. Not that I'm saying he's better than Kenny Pickett, but I just don't know if Kenny Pickett's the answer. And if you do bring Kenny Pickett back next year, who's going to work with him? You know, unless you're going to go get Frank Reich um, or, or uh, to me, it's like you're just repeating the same thing over again. Like, we'll bring Kenny right. back. Okay, good. I, I'm willing to give Kenny another season, but. Uh, it... Almost this entire season got derailed because of Matt Canada. He's not the main reason, but he was a big reason. His offense failing because also, you know, Kenny Pickett losing yet another year. Um uh, it, it 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 broke the offense and it broke the team. They can't screw up again on on offense. They can't they can't miss again. Yeah, and that's scary because there's a good chance they will. And that's that's the perfect point, honestly. You that's what I'm afraid of. Like maybe it is time that you know it's just so so hard to say this with the Steelers. Maybe it's time to blow it up. You know, maybe Kenny Pickett is that great quarterback. Maybe he needs to go somewhere else to prove that. You know, because um, you wonder how dialed in is he going to be next year. If you don't make any changes and you bring him back, that's what I'm saying. I, I just you bring Kenny back next year. Okay. Well, what have you done to help Kenny Pickett? What, what changes you've done? Well, hardly anything. Well, I mean, cry, you know, then you're gonna get the same result. You know, there there's has to be yeah. a major change. You, you did one, yeah. and guess what? You've gone five games scoring 19 points now. It really hasn't worked all that much. It didn't resolve everything. The team's in turmoil. I don't see how Tomlin can't be fired, but because it's Pittsburgh. You know, I mean, I don't, I, just, I don't know. I watched a show a friend of mine does a great Monday night show, fifth quarter, uh, uh, pick sports line. Uh, it's actually the same studio I work with, Bob Greenberg, great guy. But a guy who does a show with he's, well, I think he's earned another year. He has not earned another year. Uh, it, nothing he's done this year or actually in prior years has earned him to come back. He needs to go. And I'm with you. I like him, Joe. I, I'm thankful for what he's done. He got us. Another Super Bowl win with, with a lot of other players. Got us to another Super Bowl. Uh, Rashard Mendenhall, thanks a lot for screwing that up. That wasn't on Tomlin, really. Um, although I felt Tomlin could have coached that game better. He got outcoached. Uh, still, it, you know, I'm thankful and I'm appreciative of it. But it's time. And, and the funny thing is, if everyone's sitting at home listening to this, and, Joe, and you just heard Joe lay it out for you. Joe gave you the math. Chuck Knoll, 20 years. Cower, I'm sorry. What, 15 to 16? About 15, yeah. Actually, Tomlin's right in that vintage of wine. It's it's time. It's yeah. it, it, even if even if it okay, yeah, if they want a Super Bowl, you yeah, you keep them. But even if they're having a decent season, the, the time it's time, it's time to transition out. And this is the perfect time because I don't see by bringing them back, Joe. I just don't see next year being good. The only scenario I see of, of having any optimism is if he does come back, but there is a radical change in the offense and a radical, I don't know. First of all, radical change in the in offensive philosophy, this let's run the ball crap. My God, my goodness. They can't run at all. Najee. Yeah. Every time he touches the ball, he gets destroyed the second he touches the ball. This is a crap offensive line, and we've been saying this for years now. Yeah, I mean, this is the first year they decided to address that since 2013. Yeah. Well, we, we drafted David DeCastro in 2013. Great, he was right. good. What did you do since then? Oh, well, yeah, not much. But... <laughs> yeah, they've completely and, neglected that position. And I'm sorry, and, and I and it's I got to be – well, I have to be careful. Terrell Austin's more of a hometown guy, a, an area I cover in high school sports. 
Sharon High School native, great player. I, I'm sorry, but I, I think Flores over Austin was the much better and should have been the choice because it's not gone well. Um, and I that's what I'm saying about Radical. I like Terrell Austin. I, I hope he, if he were to go, if he were to catch on somewhere else, or I like them to retain Austin and actually keep him on defense and maybe as another role. Although maybe make him a linebacker coach or something like that. Yeah, but not on defensive coordinator. Right, that's that's a tough one. Saying, "Well, you're a defense supporter now. We're gonna make you <laughs> yeah, you're def- you're demoted. Yeah, um, but stick on with, but stick with us. Right. So you know, it's 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 just you need to it, it you have to do it. I mean, it, I don't see it's same with the Penguins are right now. I mean, the power play. I know they scored two goals, you know, a couple nights ago, but I mean, you were on a precipice of being the worst power play in almost fifty years in the league, and and how they aren't making a change with Reardon. You know, it's the same with this. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I and don't it's know. funny how you've seen all these players, Joe. And I was kind of surprised by this, but a lot of these players, Trey Essex, I think was just the last one. Maybe it was Max Starks, where they're saying the Steeler way is kind of BS. You know, Ben said it, you know, and I think that's got to be a little bit of a shock to a lot of Yinzers, Steeler fans, to hear their heroes say, well, you know, that way, the Steeler way, the Rooney way. It's kind of a bunch of crap. You know? Not when you have um not when you have players like Pickens who loaf on the field. Um Deontay Johnson just standing around. Um, you know, instead of just, just pretending to pretending to do something, they just stand around. I mean, that that one play would have been a touchdown if Pickens just gave a crap and actually tried to, to block or something like that. And that's yep. shameful. Well, that's shameful. I don't care if you win or lo- if you, you you win or lose, fine. But at least try your hardest. And and this has been a has been brought up for months now. And they even asked Tomlin today, like, oh, so what's what's going on with Pickens? Like, well, he's shown improvements. It's like, yeah, but he he loves like well, he still needs to work on things. Not that's not he still needs to work on things. It's like that sob needs to sit down until he learns that what what you're doing is completely wrong. Punish the dude. Yeah, well, I like you. I mean, look at Chooks. Chooks Okafor has been on the bench for a couple of uh, weeks now because of his mouth, and, and but maybe he was right. And, you know, again, I, I love the timeline you had there a few minutes ago in this podcast because you're right. You know, okay, 49ers, I mean, 49ers in my mind are probably winning the Super Bowl. I, you know, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> that's, think that, that's, a, that's an amazing team right there. Yeah, I mean, we got our ass kicked, and it, it you could say, oh, well, you know, what's the 49ers? But each week, it seems to be progressively worse. There wasn't anything like we were, we went in and we just kept getting better. It's each week has been worse and worse. And you think, well, can it be worse than losing the Cardinals and Patriots? Probably not, but man, Saturday, I mean, they found all new ways to be worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's you one know? thing. And, 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 you know, for, for the Colts to run it, what, 13 times in a row, just ran it down their throats with practice squad guys. That's just embarrassing. It's just, yeah. it's just shameful. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I mean, even came out of that game. This came out earlier today, is before we uh, uh, a couple hours before we did the podcast tonight. Uh, you know, you have a player suspended for the rest of the year, which even Tom Brady said is utter bull. 
I hate I mean, to say this, but Tom Brady was absolutely right. That yeah. quarterback threw that ball that was going to get that wide receiver killed. That's the quarterback's fault. And what yeah. do you expect KZ to do? Enter yep. the matrix? Right. You know, stop time so he could get out of the way of the dude? This guy's yep. running 100 miles an hour. What do yep. you want him to do in midair, my goodness? How yeah, is he, he going to know that the dude's diving toward him? And you, my dad and I, we were we rewind that like five times. Like, no, you didn't try to kill him, you know. I, I, so I don't know. I mean, it's um, he's gone for the rest of the year. I mean, it just it's progressively worse. It's almost like I don't know what the hell's going to happen next week. But it's probably going to be worse than this past week, if you can believe that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't the know. Real, the real question I want to know is what kind of what kind of Christmas cookies did you make? I made a new one called a monster marshmallow cookie. It was really good. It had uh, chopped pecans, marshmallows, uh, Rice Krispies in it, uh, oats. And then um, the topping was more like a, a chocolate chips, sweet chocolate chips, marshmallow, and cayenne pepper. So you put that on top. And I mean, little, I mean, a pinch, <laughs> right? A pinch. It They were fantastic. They were fantastic. That sounds amazing. To me, the, the best... I'll put I'll put Italian cookies um, in another category because because I'm you know <laughs> my mom made the greatest cookies ever uh, but but um, those cookies with the with the Hershey Kiss on top whatever those things are peanut, peanut butter yeah peanut blobs to me that's like the number one Christmas cookie. Can we see? Can we see that? I don't know if you can, but there's the peanut blossoms my mom did. Mm, oh, oh really? you you make oh yeah, my god! There they oh, were. My god! There's some right in the dining room right now. <laughs> those were made. Some macaroons were made. I know you would probably like those. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Buck, Buckeye guys are really good too. Um, I don't know. I mean. I hope that they have nothing to do with the state of Ohio, but but they are Buckeyes are delicious. My wife's grandfather made the best Buckeyes ever. Just phenomenal. Phenomenal. He would used to stand at wedding because you know we had the, with the cookies at the cookie tables. It's cookie um, table, yeah. And uh he would stand there and guard the Buckeyes to make sure people got their fair share of Buckeyes, you know. But uh yeah. Wait, so they 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 didn't take too many? Right. Yeah. So he was the Buckeye police. He was the Buckeye police. He was a Buckeye patrol. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Well, I mean, they were in high demand. You know, it's like, oh, here's the Buckeyes. You know, you're putting them in your shirt and, you know, walking back to the table. And no, uh, yeah, I mean, we weren't at each other's weddings, but I sure would like to have been. I bet your mom, I bet the wedding cookies at your wedding were phenomenal for me. They mom. were amazing. They were amazing. Yeah. 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 She made, <laughs> she made like 8,000 cookies by herself. For like, you know, it's like, I called my mom and dad today. What are you doing? Making cookies. Like, yeah. oh my God. Patel. Yeah. I'm sure Patel's been made now. Oh, Patel. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one thing I've actually been successful in making. I've, I've tried to recreate some of my mom's cookies and it's just been a complete failure. I got to like, I got to like take some, like, I, I got to get like masters and doctorate level classes in, in Italian <laughs> cooking or something like that. To, um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. She would do this thing where she would, she would heat up wine and then mix it with, with um I think almonds or something like that or with nuts or something like that. I don't know. It was just, oh, it was yeah. just, it was, it was a sticky gooey thing that, 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 that came together. Yeah. It was yeah. Wine. Cook, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. 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 My mom, she ran the show Saturday, man. We, we were, it's like a bake off, right? My dad made a cookie. I made a cookie. My wife made a cookie. My nine year old boy made a cookie and my mom made a cookie, you know, but she's there like, 
you know, she looked like Joe Montana. She called an audible. like, yeah, here's the unsalted batter. Oh, yeah, these eggs have to be room temperature. Here they go. This goes to you. This bowl goes here. What do you have, Apple? You sit there. You're going to be over here. We're going to make room over here. Oven's ready. It was like, wow, Monkey, did you play quarterback for the Steelers? Cause, uh, seriously. Seriously. That sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> I was sitting there watching the room. She's handling a nine-year-old, you know, a 40-something-year-old, another 40-something-year-old, and, you know, and my, and my father, 70-something-year-old and herself. And, yeah, it was it was flawless. Egg yeah. 42. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Yeah. Right. Confection, confection. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Icing, yep. icing, icing. Whoa. Icing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh yep. boy. Well, I hope uh I hope you have a great hope you have a great Christmas. I hope everybody has a great Christmas. Uh safe travels. Um, I don't wish anything for the Steelers. I wish I I wish I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know Wish they re- I wish they care. That is my gift. That that would be the Steelers' gift to us is show that you care. Actually, try here. Here's a, hey, wide receivers, try to block a dude. Crazy yeah, idea. Don't back away from the block. Ugh. Do you remember when, when George Pickens' first year, his 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 first year last year, he would blow people up. Remember, he would like yeah. like like take take uh, cornerbacks and like throw them ten yards. And now he's like. Oh. Whatever. Yeah, and like I said, we've had, I mean, Heinz Ward, you know, and Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, you can say all things you want about Juju. Juju'd lay your ass out. Juju Juju you know? was was the closest thing we had to Heinz Ward in a long time. As far as a hitting wide receiver, blocking wide receiver, I agree. So, yeah, I Merry Christmas to all as well, uh, to all our friends and the people who join us in this podcast. We appreciate you and Joe. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And uh, You as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll reconvene here after we'll, the next game. We'll, we'll talk and... Just try. Just, just that's that's just a try, gift yeah. you owe to you owe us Steelers. Just try. Yeah, run your offense like Mama Steel runs her kitchen, and we'll be okay. That's right. She should be offensive coordinator. They kind of need one. That's right. <laughs> okay, this wide receiver. These are the eggs. Okay, this these these uh these offensive linemen. That's the sugar. Forget yes. that. Right. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'll see you. Thank you, Joe. Merry Christmas. You too. Okay, I guess it's not ending. I can't, I can't close the thing. <laughs> the podcast oh wouldn't end. Uh, yeah. Um... Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.